Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Here we are again, Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezinski. Mike Kapler is with me. Thanks for coming along and joining us uh, right now. Uh, we're uh, at the start of Christmas week. That is, of course, unless you're listening to this podcast somewhere down the road. <laughs> but as we're uh, as we're getting ready to post this particular podcast, uh, we're celebrating uh, the Christmas season, and we wanted to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas. Hope that you have a, a wonderful time. Hopefully you'll be able to spend some time with family and friends. I know a lot of people will be uh, experiencing some loneliness as well during this time of the year. A lot of people going through a lot of things in this world, and so we, we want to wish God's very grace to be uh, experienced by you, not just in you know, doctrine form, but to really know God's love and grace, no matter what it is uh, that you're going through at this point in life. You know, the holidays can bring mixed feelings for people sometimes, especially if they've lost loved ones or, you know, you're living far apart from each other and maybe you've gone through some sort of a a separation in your marriage. Um, Lots of things out there that can have the opportunity to bring people down, but, you know, we, we don't have to necessarily jump on that ship. You don't always have to jump on the ship that looks like it's sinking. God has a way of manifesting himself in ways to, to help you through those difficult and, and tough times. Not to say that they aren't tough. It's just that um, he, he's not going to leave you. Even in those moments where we feel like we are alone, and, and I think we all experience that from time to time, our prayer to you is that you would remember and be reminded that God cares affectionately for you and that uh, he's there every step of the way and he understands everything that you're going through, everything that you're feeling in in a way that nobody else can. So Mm -hmm. I just wanted to uh, remind you of that along with what Joel said. So with this in mind, with the Christmas season, of course, that's obviously the time where the meaning of Christmas is, is meant to focus on the birth of Jesus Christ. So let's focus on this for a little bit, Joel, and and talk about some things relating to the birth of Jesus and what it all means for us today. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good, because Jesus Christ was born as a baby. Everybody knows that, and uh, a lot of people, or at least some people perhaps, think that, well, that's when the New Covenant began. That was the most important event in human history, and I don't want to take away at all from the birth of of Jesus Christ, because he had to come as a man. Uh, But what was really important was, of course, when he died and was resurrected into new life. But definitely, Jesus Christ had to be born as a human being. And so we really need to uh, understand why. And Cap has all the answers to this, and so I'm just going <laughs> to sit by and, and listen. Now, I think there, I think there will be some good things to be brought up here today. Well, let's go back to the garden for a second. Adam and Eve, they fell. They were deceived. Uh, they sinned. Uh, they disobeyed, however you want to phrase it. After that happened, obviously sin entered into the world. One, one of the first things that, that occurred was that, that God turned to the serpent 
really what I, I believe is the, the first prophecy of the coming of Jesus Christ being born of a woman uh, was right there, Genesis 3.15, I believe. It's not in front of me right now, but I, I, that, that stands out in my mind. But, he, but he, said, he said to the serpent, this woman's seed, his heel will bruise your head, referring to the, the birth of, of Jesus Christ and, and eventually the, the death of Jesus Christ that brought our redemption. But why is it that when Adam and Eve fell, God didn't just step in and somehow fix the situation? Why, why did it have to go the way that, why did it play out the way it did? And the simple answer here is to, to where you can get it in the short amount of time that we have is that God gave man authority and dominion on the earth, mankind. And they forfeited that from a spiritual perspective to the serpent, to the devil. They, they let go of it, and they willingly did so. And you see, man was created differently than, than other creation, angels and other things at that time. We were in the likeness of God, and, and we've been given this, this right to, to, to choose. And so mankind fell. God, in his divine Godhead state, could not just step in because it would have violated his word, which we know he can't do. Uh, he can't lie. And so he couldn't just step in and fix it. It was going to have to be a man who would win this dominion and authority and redemption back for mankind. And that man, of course, became Jesus Christ. Right, who, of course, is known as the last Adam. And so there is a correlation there um, with all of this stuff. But indeed, Jesus did have to come as a man. And that was, as you were saying, in order to fulfill what that first prophecy was. I will put enmity between you and the woman, is what God told the serpent, and between your seed, that is the seed of Satan, the serpent, and her seed, the seed of Eve, which would end up being, you know, it was a seed, not plural, but singular, and of course, as you said, that ended up being, and it was planned all along, that that would be Jesus Christ. He shall bruise your head, God said to the serpent, and you shall bruise his heel. And so that's why Jesus had to come as a man, because like you said, God couldn't just step in and do it as God, but it had to be done as a man. And so Jesus Christ emptied himself of all of his rights as God, even though he had every right in the world as God, and he emptied himself of all of that, and he became a man so that he could, several things, he could become the sacrifice that was needed for man to be set right with God again, and also so that he could live the life as a man, die upon the cross, and not only die, but be resurrected, because man being born under Adam was corrupt. It was, uh, it was sinful. And that sinful life wasn't going to be what was needed, but what man needed was to be born again, to be resurrected, to be made new, and that could only happen if Jesus not only came to the earth as a man and died, but was resurrected. So all of these things were necessary. There were, there were the reasons why Jesus had to become a man. Jesus had to become a man to accomplish all of these things for us. Yeah, it's amazing. When you stop and think about it, 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 it surpasses our understanding in some ways, probably uh, in, in many ways, but God becoming a man. He, so God said, look, I'll, I'll be the one to, to fix this mess. You know, 
I'll, I'll, I'll fix this mess. And that's what he basically was saying to, to the serpent at that time. And so the new covenant did not begin at the birth of Jesus. As important as the birth of Jesus was, it is certainly one of the most uh, climactic events in, in human history. You mentioned the death of Jesus, perhaps even more important. Of course, we couldn't have had the death without the birth. And, you know, we hear more about the birth at Christmas time just because uh, of our culture and the way the holidays work. And it just, frankly, it's, for, for many people, it's just less offensive, <laughs> the birth of Jesus <laughs> right. compared to the death of Jesus. But you have a verse ready to go there that I wanted to mention in all of this in Galatians chapter 4, right? Yeah, and this has to do with everything that we're talking about here. Um, as you've mentioned a lot of times on this program, we don't just like to pluck out one verse, and so there is context here, but for the purpose of what we're talking about, I think this really does fit in well uh, in and of itself. It's, it is, it's Galatians 4, 4, but when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. That's an important thing to point out, because Jesus was born under the law. This, this was not the new covenant. That didn't come until after the death of Jesus Christ. And so th that's an important thing to point out, because a lot of things that occurred in the books called the Gospels, much of what Jesus said, not everything, but much of what Jesus said to those people were uh, Jewish folks who were under the law. And he related to them oftentimes with the law, not with a new covenant teaching. And so that's a, just an important thing we wanted to point out here regarding the, the birth of Jesus. Uh, this was certainly a blessed event. I, I know in, in, in Luke chapter 2, you know, the angels showed up, the shepherds are out there, and they're out there singing glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Don't be afraid. Peace and goodwill toward men. They were announcing this is what God was reaching out to us with. I know in today's age, we often uh, talk about us extending peace one to another, from one person to another, one nation to another, and that's all fine and dandy. But what the angels were proclaiming here was that God was reaching out to mankind with peace and goodwill toward us. Right, because another thing that goes along with all of this, having to do with God's peace and goodwill toward man was that when Jesus became a man, this is what happened. God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting their sins against them. And he has committed to us this word of reconciliation. You can find that in 2 Corinthians 5. That's why another reason Part of the reason why God had to become a man, why Jesus had to become a man, was this reconciliation that had to take place. For he made him who knew no sin, that's Jesus, to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. That wouldn't have happened if Jesus had remained in his Godhead state and hadn't become a man. He had to become a man so that God could reconcile the world to himself in Christ, in Christ the man. And then... Um, of course, he says to us, you know, be reconciled to God. Just respond to that reconciliation that God has already provided for us and be reconciled to God. But again, that all had to do with Jesus becoming a man. Well, in relation to that, of course, the famous verse, John three sixteen, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. 
And then verse 17, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And so that, that was the purpose of, of Jesus coming. And, and keep in mind, I mean, when Jesus walked the earth, he was 100% human. Mm-hmm. Yes, he, he was God in the flesh, but don't overlook, don't look past the fact that he was a human being like you and me. Don't just see him as the son of God, but begin to see him as the son of man. And the importance in that is that uh, it, it relates to us in Christ and our identity in him. But more on that during another podcast. <laughs> but, but <laughs> oh, we, yeah. With Christmas and, and some of these things that, that you know, we, we focus on the birth of Christ, and that's a good thing. But we just wanted to maybe uh, throw uh, a few more logs onto the fire here and give you some other things to think about regarding the message of Christmas and the birth of Jesus Christ. Yeah, amen to that. This really is all the things we've shared here, I think, are worthy of of us pondering as we uh, realize our identity in Christ, knowing that he became one of us uh, so that we could be reconciled to God and, and all of the things that we just talked about. Well, Christmas is upon us, and we're going to be taking just one week break here on Growing in Grace. There won't be a fresh new podcast next week, but then we'll come back in the new year. We spent the last few weeks talking about the nature of grace, so we'll get back into that. Some really great things, I think, to be discussed coming up in the new year here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.